Hey, Krista. Hey, Lily. Did you know in your lifetime you'll pass a murderer 36 times? I did. And you know why? Why? Because we're 36 times. A Canadian true crime podcast which covers crimes in the great white north. Oh, right. Every episode we focus on a major crime and then we lighten things up with a kooky one. We talk about everything from the criminal justice system itself to animals arguably not doing what they should. Bringing you true crime with a shot of maple syrup. Catch our episodes bi-weekly on iTunes or your favorite, that's favorite with a U, podcast app. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. My name is Sarah, and about a year ago, I came up with this really crazy idea to start a drunk podcast. I decided I would have my friends on, they would choose an alcohol, and we would just talk about life. And now we're going on episode 35. Crazy, 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 crazy. Well, welcome back to the show, guys. And this week, we have my friend Brenda on the podcast. Brenda is just an overall awesome human being. Um, She is one of those friends that I don't have in my life on a regular basis, and that needs to change. Um, We don't hang out very often, but when we do, it's always an amazing time because she is just positive, really smart, fun person. Uh, We recently got together for drinks and caught up, and she decided to come on the podcast to talk about some really interesting things. Brenda has body dysphoria. For those who don't know what that is, it is essentially when you don't feel connected or happy with a certain part of your body. She also identifies as plasiosexual, which is a very interesting sexuality. It's actually a type of asexuality. It's on the asexuality spectrum. Now, admittedly, I didn't know much about asexuality before this conversation. Um, One thing we do address in this episode is kind of the misconception about asexuality, that it's literally just someone who doesn't experience sexual attraction. But really, there's a lot of things that fall under asexuality that people don't know about. So it was really, really cool to talk about that with Brenda, who identifies as plasiosexual, which is essentially when somebody feels no desire to receive sexual acts, but expresses interest and desire in performing them on someone else. So that's really, really interesting. I really do love this kind of new twist that the podcast is taking for me, which is I really love getting guests on that know stuff about stuff that I know nothing about. So this episode is a great example of that. I really learned a lot from Brenda, and I think you can too. I think... This episode is just proof that all of us need to open our minds a bit. We need to be accepting of other people's identities and journeys that they're taking in life. And we can always learn a thing or two about stuff like this. Because regardless of how you feel about labels, we all love differently. And really, that's what sexuality is about. Once you figure out what that is, you're going to feel a lot more free as a person. And sitting down, hanging out with Brenda, it was really, really evident that she's just somebody who's kind of figured out her place in life. And I respect that a lot. Um, 
Um, she's an awesome person, and hopefully she'll come back on because she has a lot of great insight into life, and that's one of the things I really, really like about her, and that's why I was so stoked when I found out she was coming on the podcast. I really think you guys are going to enjoy this episode. And speaking of the podcast, guys, I mentioned it at the start of my intro. It was around this time last year that I actually came up with the idea for this podcast and was brainstorming ideas with my friends, and that's when actually Corey came up with the name Intoxicated. Um, I have the message screenshot. I have the proof. He can take full credit for the very awesome name that we have for our show. Um, I will likely be posting that on the Intoxicated Instagram. So make sure you give him some props for coming up with the name because let's face it, he can always hold that over me. (laughs) So speaking of Corey, he is the host and producer of Intoxicated Reviews, the separate feed dedicated to TV and movies. He is knocking out some great stuff over on Intoxicated Reviews, getting lots of guests on, and he is continuing his series with Bryant Thompson all about revisiting some movies from from their childhood. So this week, he is talking about 1989's The Punisher, um, sort of in light of The Punisher coming out on Netflix. So go check that out if you are someone who maybe watched the movie or is wondering if you should. (laughs) If you are a movies and TV lover, make sure you are subscribed to Intoxicate Reviews wherever you find podcasts. And if you're enjoying the podcast, you can always follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Intoxicated Podcast, on Twitter at in underscore toxicated. If you have any kind of feedback or questions for us or anything or something you want us to cover, you can always email us at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also check out our website at www.intoxicatedpodcast.com. Now let's get to the show with the very, very awesome Brenda. Hey, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone, welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is your host, Sarah. And this week, we have Brenda on the show. Hey, Brenda. Hello. Oh, hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) And I'm so proud of myself because we're drinking gin and tonics tonight. And... This is the first time ever that we've done gin drink on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm so honored. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Don't quote. I'm 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 99% sure. So gin and tonics is we went out drinking on uh, on Friday night. Yeah. And you were drinking gin and tonics. So when we were done talking, I was like, gin and tonics is your drink, right? Yeah. And you said, yeah. So you're a gin and tonic person. How did is that like your poison? Everyone has their poison. Yeah, it super is. I've been drinking gin and tonic for a little while. It was my friend who got me into them and. Yeah. Uh, she was just like, all right, have you had a proper gin and tonic for And I was like, I mean, they're they're okay. They're not bad. And she was like, okay, wait. And then she poured me a gin and tonic. And instead of lime, she put cucumbers. And then oh. she cracked, yeah, she cracked like fresh black pepper on it. And it changed my world. I'm now sad that I did not bring cucumbers yeah, or put it's, pepper. It's amazing. It's so refreshing and so good. So then I was hooked on gin and tonics from then on out and like, it's my go-to now. Damn. I don't get, like, super sick off it. I don't get, like, yeah. really groggy and hungover. And when I do get, like, gin drunk, I get, like, really happy. happy drunk? That's I get, like, like, I can't see, stop smiling. But I feel like gin and tonics are in the same family of my favorite drink, which is I like vodka soda water. Mm. It's kind of, I I think we're around the same level. Like, it's that kind of carbonated-y, like, light, refreshing drink that hydrates you in a way. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It like, makes your hangovers amazing. Yeah, I haven't been super hungover on it and I just, I'm a yeah. huge gin fan and I feel like, I don't know, <laughs> it's just, it's my, it's my go-to every it's time. It's your go-to. Well, I'm glad <laughs> we're drinking it. So we are drinking gin and tonics in honor of Brenda tonight and let's bring it in for our cheers. Yeah, cheers. We always start with the cheers, but then right. oddly enough, mm, 
This is way better than the one I had at a bar once. I, I once ordered a gin and tonic at a bar, and it was disgusting. So how maybe, can you screw that up? I don't know. I don't know how they screwed it up. It might have been a double. I think that might be the... I, I mean, the single this time, but... Ah. But another thing we do on the show, other than talking about what we're drinking, <laughs> is friendship origin story. So how did we meet? I'm pretty sure we met through a mutual friend. Yep. Uh, was it just at a party? It was at a party like a long time ago, like where I used to work. Um, I ran into a relative and then from there they invited me to a party and I was like, sure, I like people. I like parties. I'm there and showed up. And then from there I met everybody else. And it was me and Karen and Eve, I think. Like, I think we met you kind of all together. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Danielle was there too. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was just, then it was just. That's about it. But, like, you're one of those friends in my life that, like, I don't, like, we probably see each other, like, every now and then. Mm -hmm. But, like, whenever we do, it's, like, awesome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I agree. Like, I totally agree. It's it's great. I I love, like, I love being away for a while and then coming back and still, like, reconnecting with people. Like, definitely one of those types that if anybody messaged me, no matter how much time it's been, and they're like, look, it's been forever, like, let's... Let's go Good drink. Together. Let's go do a thing. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Love that. And nice. I love that you take initiative on that because you're the one who took initiative this weekend for <laughs> asking. Like, like, I'm in town for this many number of days. Like, let's let's go out. And then we just made it happen because even if we had other stuff going on, we're like, whatever. Bring this in town. <laughs> Fuck it. We're going to see Brenda. Like, you're just one of those people oh, thank that you. you're so much fun to hang out with. Thank you. And I'm so fucking stoked you're on this podcast because I think you're going to be an amazing guest. I'm very excited to be here, and yeah. I'm honored, so thank you. Yeah, this is fantastic. So, yeah, we don't... Um, we I think we ran into each other at Pride, actually. We did. And you gave me a little bit of a rundown of your your life mm. and <laughs> what it's all about. <laughs> and I think yes. I was just kind of like, oh, I have so many questions. Oh, I want to know everything. And and now here we are. Yes. So tell me everything. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Tell me everything. <laughs> so you identify as... I identify as female, mm-hmm. um, and I love being a woman. Um, I still like here, here. Yes, here, here. Here, here to women. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Not all the time is fun. <laughs> I, I love it all the time. Okay. I, I, I love being yeah. a woman, and yeah. um, I love identifying as female. Um, and for a long time, um, I just had this kind of struggle where uh, I knew that I had a really huge problem with, like, my chest. Mm. Um, And I, like, had friends that were trans, or sorry, that are trans, and I was thinking, like, I want top surgery, but I was like, no, like, if you want top surgery, that means you have to be trans. And I knew I wasn't trans. So for me, that was really, really difficult because I didn't Mm. understand what it meant and Mm. why I didn't like my chest no matter what. But at the same time, like, I... I still identified as woman and right. and liked identifying that way and like very much do. And uh, it was actually a friend of mine was talking to me and she was like, have you ever thought about you maybe being like trans? And I was like, of, of course I have. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just not. Yeah. And even the idea of like taking like testosterone for me, it was not who I was. And I, right. I knew that. And so she had asked me if I had heard of body dysphoria before. And I was like, uh, no, not Really, like, I was like, I feel like I have, but not enough to say that I, I do. So, like, what are you getting at here? Right. And she was just like, well, do you ever feel that, like, maybe, like, if you just didn't have, like, if you had pecs, like a male identifying chest that you, and still identified as female, that you would still be comfortable with who you are? And I was like, 
it just kind of like clicked the second she said it it was almost like wait you can do that and she was like of course you can it's your body like if you are uncomfortable in a in a like certain way then Mm -hmm. you are allowed to be comfortable like that's okay and so i just like i did a bit more research into it and um yeah like i just i don't like my chest so i do I don't wear a binder? Um, I'm very small, so mm-hmm. I get away with wearing a sports bra. Nice. And uh, that was my my first question was, do you still wear bras? Yeah, okay. uh, just sports bras that kind of for me are uh, they're a binder, they're an acting binder yeah. for me. So um, and it's working, which is great. Um, I definitely like. There's moments where I can either see the silver lining or I can be really upset and offended. And what I mean by that is, uh, it always happens with washrooms. It's Mm. the most popular place for this mistake to be made. And like I said, I could choose to be really upset about it, or I can choose to see the silver lining. Now, the problem has been that I'll walk into a bathroom and there'll be a woman already standing in there and she'll turn to me and she'll go, oh, I think you're in the wrong room. And I'll go, "Uh, I'm actually not. And I go into the washroom or I'll go to go into the room and a woman will stop me and be like, oh, the men's washroom is there. What the heck? People do that? It happens a lot. Like a lot. Or I'm in the washroom already and a woman will open the door, see me, close the door, walk back out and then walk back in because she's she thinks that she's gone into the men's room. So for me, again, I could I could be really upset about that. Mm-hmm. But the way I look at it is there's something that I always notice or I get fella a lot. Oh, this is a good guy. He'll help you out. Or he seems like a nice guy. And it's because when they, as soon as they look at me, they do the up and down with the eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're checking me out to try to figure out what it is. And they mm-hmm. immediately dart to my chest. And my chest is so flat that they automatically are like, that's a guy. So while I don't appreciate that they are making assumptions, making assumptions about mm-hmm. my gender, I'm also looking at the silver lining in that it's working. Like that's true. There would be two sides of the coin. There's, there. there's two sides of the coin, and like yeah. I could, like I said, I could be really offended and really upset about it. But this just means that like people are seeing me the way I I want my chest to be seen. Yeah. Yes, they're getting my gender wrong, but at least. Like, I don't look like I have boobs. And that right. feels so good because I get really self-conscious about it. Because I think everybody sees that I have them and they're like, oh, this girl is like, you know, I just, you spiral in your own head. Yeah. And you think people are staring and they're they're all trying to figure it out. And it's it's just like when they make that first glance and they make that mistake, it's like, you had no idea because my sports bra is working. <laughs> oh, wow. So, that's crazy. That's so such yeah. a weird, like, it's such a weird conflict. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a love-hate thing where, like, again, I, I choose to see this over lining in it and I I choose to be positive about it instead of like letting it you know get to me and be super heated about it all day or you know let it you know fester I'm just like no the sports bra is working and that's what I got it for and that's why I wear it is so that way people like it helps me feel like I already have that chest that I want that you want right exactly and so when people say like when you encounter someone in a bathroom and they Mm -hmm. make a mistake like that Mm -hmm. do you correct them uh, no, I don't correct them. Um, I, I'll just start speaking. Right. And I'm just like, nope, I'm in the white wash, right washroom. And like, I have a feminine voice. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, not it like, is, it's, yeah. it's not like as soon as they hear it that they're like, oh, we're still not sure if this is, you know, but right. it's like, no, as soon as I speak, like, like, I might even sometimes pick a little and go a little bit higher where I'm like, nope, I'm in the right place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just be like, yeah, do, like get, do you find that they're embarrassed after that? They, they do get they usually get very embarrassed yeah Yeah. and they feel feel, like there's been i just wouldn't as someone if i was in that situation i just wouldn't say anything because 
It's 2017. Relax. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, We're not the washroom police. Like, relax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, I think there should be all gender bathrooms everywhere. That's just what I think. And yeah. Whatever. Like, if there's a female bathroom, cool. But I'll also go into an all genders bathroom. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Like, I don't care, but I mean, it's just weird to me that some people would, like, actually say something. Like, in my mind, I just would not not say anything. I might have that curiosity mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I wonder. But I wouldn't say anything. I yeah, no. I don't know. It's and kind of one of, those, one of those weird things. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely gotten, like, yeah, I get a lot of fellas. Mm-hmm. This fella, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And it sometimes, like, I don't say anything. I just stand there and smile and I, like, nod my head and I'm like, right. <laughs> which is just a little entertaining for me. I probably shouldn't. But at the same time, like I said, I'm trying to think of it positively. Right. And, like, the second I do speak, the, like, most people are incredibly embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And, like, it seems to be, like, I don't even need to say anything because they've already know that they made a fool of themselves. Right. And made assumptions that they shouldn't have. So mm-hmm. it's just, like... You know, it's uh, it's not that bad when it's washrooms. It happens the most in washrooms. It's mm-hmm. when it's in public places that really bother me. Ugh. So, like, uh, I was going through security at the airport. And one of the security officers was like, yeah, just over here, sir. And I just, oh like, God. I smiled and kind of shook my head. And he had taken my ID and like yeah. you know, it's like it's all on there. The information's on there. Like you I mean, saw, if you're it. being good at your job, you should read the whole ID. Like you should and read you everything. Know, and I'm like, yeah. so I walk and like one of the other security guards turned to him and I and I heard her say like, you should be careful when you say genders. And he looked back at me and he was like, oh, I'm really sorry about that, ma'am. And then everybody was looking at me <sighs> and I was like, and then I just kind of I got really red because for me it was like you just you know what. I didn't need you to say anything. When she told you, that's when you should have just kept your mouth shut and been like, oh, from now here on out, the rest of the day, slash forever, I'm going to be careful. Or say it, like, a little more under your breath, a little quieter, or, like, just say, like, oh, sorry. Like, like, why make it this big? Yeah, like, called out to me, so I, like, turned around, and, like, the the look on my, I was so shocked, and I could feel how red my face got, and it was just like, you made that? Such a thing. Such a thing, it didn't need to be. Like, I realized that you made the mistake. And I super get that. And that was kind of annoying because you literally did just look at my ID. But whatever. I'm going to move on. I got places to be. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you then decided that you needed to make an announcement about it. Like, really? Yeah. Just shut it down there. Just yeah. shut it down. <laughs> That's so... Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, like, he wasn't the first person to do that. Holy shit. I've had people do that before where all of a sudden they'll call on me like, oh, sorry, ma'am. And they, like, call it out to the room. And I'm like, why? Like, it's un- <laughs> unnecessary. Like, why? The damage is also, done. <laughs> also, why would they assume you're female? You could be something else. I could be, yeah. Like, there's not just two genders these days. Absolutely. Like, that's the other thing, too. Like, if, if, if they say sir and that's not correct and then they say ma'am... That might not also be correct. Exactly. Like, and, and, you, and then what are you going to say, bud? Like, exactly. Then what are you going to say? And what's like super fantastic about Canada is like we're about to get the X gender on the passports. Oh, nice. Which is fantastic. Nice. Like that's so yeah. great that that's there. But that's mm-hmm. just it. Like don't automatically assume anymore. Like it's not fair to anybody. Like you want to get somebody's attention. Hey, or like, excuse me. Like you don't need to add a pronounce after that because you don't know. And it's just like, you never know, no matter how sure you may think you are. Yeah. You still don't. So just, yeah. 
Oh, man, that's yeah, that's gonna be rough. So going back to the the chest thing, mm-hmm. when did it start happening that you were like looking in the mirror and you weren't like at what age did that kind of when did it start happening for you where you weren't happy with it? Um, from the time that I like pretty much started developing for me. Really? And I'll be very honest. I didn't know that that's what it was, mm-hmm. but I can always like my whole life was really self-conscious about uh, my chest and like being younger, like um, I hated being in like female bathing suits. Like I wanted to be like the guys and like I wanted wearing to short, wear like, like shorts, shorts and yeah, shorts and go shirtless. But obviously I couldn't do that. I like, I did it when I was a little, little kid you know, yeah. we all did. We all ran around with no shirts on when we yeah. were like two and three years right? old. And it's like, so much. why can't I do that anymore? <laughs> oh, right. Because I'm like developing and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to still do that now. Right? It's, free it's the nipple. Like, it's right. Free the nipple. But yeah. like, so it's just, uh, and like, I would always stand like kind of hunched a little mm. bit. So like, I'd, I'd, I'd hold my shoulders forward. Yeah. Hoping that like a shirt would fall forward enough that you wouldn't be able to tell. And oh, I never wow. really knew... Like, why I always did that. And it wasn't until, like, I started wearing tighter sports bras and, like, realized what they were doing and how much they were just, like, making it look like I had what would be a male's chest. And that was, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I feel so comfortable in my own skin and, like, in guys' clothes. And, like, I went through, like, from the time I was a kid to the time I was, like... 16 I wore guys clothes and mm-hmm. then a little bit in high school I started to wear girls clothes again mostly for other people I didn't really do it for myself and then uh I was going to say what did your like like did you ever feel pressure from your family like to dress a certain way cuz that's no. how girls are socialized right wear your dresses wear your skirts like no my family was great about it like my you know especially being at home like your parents buy your clothes and stuff for you and you're younger mm-hmm. and i was like 12 13 and buying like guys jeans and shirts and shoes and like yeah. all of those like male clothing if you will and uh yeah, my mom, like, my mom purchased it. She had no problem with it. It was never like, do you want to awesome. try the girl's shirt? That's or do good. you want to try this? Or what about that? Like, she would always just like, that's what you're comfortable in and that's what you're comfortable in. That's like, awesome. That's you know? really good. So it, my my parents were very, very supportive. My whole family was super supportive, which I'm really lucky. I know not everybody is uh, is that lucky that has a super supportive family. That's so I've been, I've been lucky in, in terms of that. Uh, and then I, again, like I used to just do my hair up. And you just have because when I met you, you had long hair. Yeah, it's super you had long really hair. long hair. Yeah, it was like like it like to my mid back one. Yeah, yeah, and now it's like oh, I love how short it is. It's yeah. amazing. And you have like, great hair, by the way. Thank you. You style it amazingly. I love my hair. Like I've got like one thing going for me, and it's my it's, great hair. <laughs> describe your because it's not a visual podcast yet. Uh, yeah. Um, so you have like okay, can you describe it? It's like short. Um, oh, I'm so bad at describing hair. No, 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 it's okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, like, an actor that it would go by. Ooh. Um, let's go, like, Zac Efron two years ago-ish. Yeah, like, where it's, uh, it's got the, um, like, I've got it shaved, like, buzzed on the side, so it's, like, just a, an undercut. I used to get a bunch of designs in it, but uh, my job won't allow that right now. Right. Uh, just to keep it professional. But, um, yeah, it's short on the sides, and then I keep it a little long on the top, and I either, like, kind of... Put it up. Put it up. Or I'll put it to the side, depending on kind of how I'm feeling. So today it's, it's push up. I love, I love it. Yeah. I it's very stylish. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. It's a very it. clean look and I like it. Hell yeah. And it must be so much easier than long hair. Yeah. Like how much has your life? The amount of shampoo I go through, like 
I can have a bottle of shampoo for like six months. Right? It's amazing. <laughs> I always wonder that with people with short hair. I'm like, how much? Because I use a lot. Like, yeah. I fill my palm with it. Like, yeah, I like put it like the size of a dime. Wow. In, the, in my hand, yeah. Yeah, and like just getting ready in the morning is like probably so much quicker. Yep. It's like, especially like blow drying it. Like, I will always blow dry it, um, which I never always, I didn't always use to blow dry yeah. before. <clears throat> but like, it doesn't take long to blow dry. Like maybe maybe five minutes. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. I love my short hair. Damn. Yeah. So I'm definitely a lot more comfortable in my own skin. Um, I, I cut my hair for me. It was one of those things that uh, I didn't do for mm. a long time. I wanted to, and then it was just like I'd reached a point in my life that I was like, you know what? I'm going to choose to cut my hair because I choose to. <laughs> Cutting your hair is such a thing, though. It was. It was it's for me. It was like thing. the most liberating thing because it was yeah. like a decision that I made. Nobody was like, you know, you would look really good with short hair. Cut it, like cut right. it, or you know, like I was just like, I'm going to do this because I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got rid of all my uh, female article clothing. Yeah. Uh. And yeah, like I did it. So it all kind of did it all happen at once, kind of, where you had this liberating, or was it kind of just over time? It's a little bit over time. Yeah, yeah. it was only. It hasn't even been a year yet since I like really heard about body dysphoria and really started looking into it and stuff. So it's that's still relatively new for me. But it was one of those things where like, um, it would be about a year and a half ago now. Uh, I was at, like, my peak fitness. I had, like, very nearing a six-pack, which was wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, aesthetically, I very much had reached a point that I'd wanted to for a long time. Right. In terms of, like, muscle gain. And still would look in the mirror and be so upset and, like, disappointed in what I saw. So and I couldn't figure it out. So mm-hmm. I was like, how do you – how you were, like, the – in the best shape you've ever been, mm-hmm. how do you still hate your reflection? Like, why? What is your problem? Right. <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. And now, like, now that I'll even just stand there sometimes and close my eyes and, like, visualize the, like, kind of chest that I'm going for and I'll open my eyes again and I'm much more comfortable even in just just doing that alone. Nice. That That moment of, like, taking a second or realizing that it's only temporary or wearing my, like, super tight sports bra. Like, that is definitely making the difference wow so yeah crazy. but you but you do want to eventually get surgery yeah top surgery it's yep. called top surgery right yes. yes and how hard is that to get <laughs> is that a process it's a process and it's i can expensive. imagine it would be like it's really expensive right yeah so are you kind of saving up for it at this point yeah nice yeah definitely it's something That's that awesome. um I, like I said, it hasn't even been a year yet, and uh, I want to make sure, obviously, that it's it's exactly what I want. Like, yeah. once you have that surgery, you have that surgery. There's no um, There's, yeah, so, and it's, it's a big, uh, it's a big surgery, and um, it is, yeah. it is absolutely, like, the more, even though, like, I'm giving myself a, a really solid year to think about it, like, I'm very much set on, like, I really... It's a goal. I'm, it's it's definitely something I'm gonna do. Yeah, but I, I'm giving it like that little bit more time to be like, you're sure, right? Because <laughs> it's a big deal. Because it's not just. And people might think it's like just breast reduction or like breast um, augmentation. Is that the right word? I'm not a doctor. Not a doctor. <laughs> um, but I think there's more that goes into that. It isn't it? Like, isn't it like your chest cavity? Like they do stuff with it to make it more 
like a guy's. Um, there's like there's a lot of stuff that they do. It's, I think. it's really complicated. Yeah, and uh, like um, it's. Like, my big thing is that I'm really afraid of the scars because they still show a part of myself that I don't want people to know that I have. It seems to serve a constant reminder, almost like a a binder and or sports bra would do. Um, But at the same time, like, I really want to go. Like, my big thing is I want to go swimming. With yeah, shorts on. Yeah. Like, that is just like, I'm just ding like, ding. I, I, <laughs> I want to go there. Like, that's, that's like where I'm just like, I want that feeling. And I'm to just be totally being, comfortable and have people not even like, have people not even like notice. Notice at all. Yeah. Or like simple things, like even just getting out of the shower and going from the shower to my bedroom and having the towel around my waist. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, right? I, like, that's what I want to be able to do. And it's like, I, I can't do that quite do that yeah yeah so it's uh it's definitely it's it's a long process it's a it's a big surgery but it's um generally the people from what i understand that you go to they really know what they're doing yeah um and it like i'm really small so i think it's i think it's gonna make it easier but i don't know i have no idea it's one of those things that when they get in there they're gonna know yeah. Right. So, Damn. yeah. Well, it's good that you're giving yourself that time too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. To like, you know, to save up, to make sure, like, to make like a thousand percent sure. <laughs> yeah. That is what you want. Even yeah. Though, you know. And I, and I do know that it is. And like I said, it's something that like super gave me definitely like pretty bad depression for a long time, and I didn't even understand why. Damn. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, because I think, so what is the, do we have the definition of body dys, what's it called? Dysmorphia? No, dysphoria. Dysphoria. Yeah. Okay. Those are two different things. <laughs> yeah. Um, body dysphoria. Mm. So what, that's when you just don't feel good about your body, right? Uh, no, you don't feel con- like that part of your body, you're not connected, like, to it all. To it. Yeah. So like, you can have body dysphoria about anything. Mm. Um, like, the the so I was talking I was actually talking to my mom about it because I kind of like I guess came out to her if you will say mm-hmm. it like that mm-hmm. to her about it only recently, um and like kind of the way I described it to her would be like, um, for for me, it's it's not just like getting rid of like my chest. Like I realized that that's where it is, mm-hmm. but I was like, you need to know that people have body dysphoria about many parts of their body. Anything. Like if you, yeah, if you like look it up, like yeah. you can absolutely find like people have had it about different parts of their body and like they don't feel connected, whether it's their hand or their foot or their, their jawline and they, you know, or like maybe their ear. I don't know. Right. It could be anything. <laughs> it could be anything that right. you feel disconnected right. completely from. And for me, it just happens to fall on like what is considered like a female. A fe- that's so true. Yeah. Right. It just a falls on part. a female part for me. And that's, like that's the like that was where my struggle was is that because it falls on such a female identifying piece Mm -hmm. of my body Mm -hmm. that I was like oh my goodness this means I'm trans but I'm not trans what am I I'm a freak oh my god but that must be yeah that must be so that took a long time like that was really hard having that constant battle in my head of like what are you right like how can you be a woman with what you want to have as a male like a male chest how could you do that you can't right. be that. That makes you a freak. Like, what are you? So, you know, like, these Damn. things play in your head, right? Oh, yeah, like they you, would. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you definitely uh, you definitely become your own worst enemy. 
Oh, I can imagine so. Yeah. But you you seem to be in a much better place now. Absolutely. I'm so comfortable with who I am. And if anybody has a problem with it, like, I really don't waste my time on it. Yeah. It's not, you know, like, we all have our own discomforts. Mm-hmm. And even those people that, if they do have a problem with it, I'm sure they have something about their body that they hate, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and criticize or waste my time on it. Like, <sighs> yeah, people are going to not like me. I'm not going to like people. It's going to happen. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, it's not something that I'm, uh, I, I just, I don't let it bother me anymore. That's good. I like me for me. People don't. I don't waste my time. I'm getting too old for that. Yeah, <laughs> screw them. <laughs> like, I'm just like too old for that now. Also, I, I don't <laughs> understand how you could not like you. Like that, like you're one of the most likable, cool, <laughs> <Stop>. fun, <laughs> like person. Like I, I, so I don't get that. I don't understand the concept of like, <laughs> like judging someone or like changing your opinion on them based on like physical anything physical like that just doesn't yeah. make sense to me yeah like we're not giving somebody a chance yeah either way when you get to like when you start talking to them that like damn yeah damn because there's another thing too like because I think I was getting it mixed up with another term which is when like let's say let's say you were larger and you lost a shit ton of weight mm-hmm. and then you look in the mirror and you still think you're fat that's another I think that's another term uh, body it's something to do with body image but that's that's something totally different this body dysphoria is when you just don't feel at all connected mm-hmm. to the part interesting crazy that's yeah, yeah wow so um how do you go about explaining this to people you date? Um, well, so it's date. Like I still definitely get out there, and and I always put myself out there. Uh, my thing is yeah. that like I don't believe in false pretenses. I don't believe in leading people on mm-hmm. or waiting to tell them something until later. Like, it's just not, like, I'm very much here's... There's no point. No, there isn't. And here's mm-hmm. who I am and here's how this is. And if that's not something you're comfortable with, you're allowed to not be comfortable with that. That's oh, yeah. totally, like, they are allowed to be comfortable with that. So, like, um, generally, like, when I, I hook up or go out or, you know, do whatever it is that I do, um, in terms of actually, like, hooking up, it, it does make it easier like i have gotten a more positive response from um like women who tend to identify as either bi curious or uh bisexual or straight because um for me like i said i don't like my chest being touched like their boobs mm-hmm. and like lesbians love boobs <laughs> Yeah. And they're allowed. I do. Like, you know, it's, yeah. I very much do. Like, it's, so you know what I mean? And it's just like, and that's totally fair that that is their preference. Yes. And if that's something that they wanted to do during sex or whatever, and I don't want them to do that, that's not where they're at. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, they are totally entitled to how they feel, 100%. Like, everything should always be like consensual Consensual and obviously and and talked talked about about. and if that's Mm -hmm. like if that's not something that she's interested in then that's fine right but generally i find when it comes to like women who identify as straight it makes it easier because they are generally with guys right and like guys don't have boobs so they and don't need to there's this so they're like oh so i don't have to do anything extra i'm like no you don't like, <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't think i've ever like felt up like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying i was just like, like, you know, you 
have to. Like you can appreciate <laughs> you can appreciate the physique. Like I'm really all about like shoulders and yeah. backs and arms. Yeah. Like I'm all about that. And like I love looking at a guy with a good chest, but like I've never taken my hands and like felt up his pecs. I guess is that what you call them? Pecs? Yeah. yeah. Like like boobs. So yeah. I totally get that. So you you feel like it's easier with yeah people bi curious, bisexual, yeah. or straight. And they they've definitely asked where they're like. So like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you well, like you don't have to like just so you know, like that's not something yeah. you have to do with me. Yeah. But like, there's definitely been people that I've been with that like they do like that part of it, and that part's really fun mm-hmm. for them, and that's they're they're entitled to that. Like right. it's not something I have a problem with, which is why it's something that I. I kind of am just like, hey, as an FYI, yeah. this is kind of like how I am and like who I am and what I am and I'm not comfortable with. And it's like, it's definitely been met with like, oh, I kind of really like that part. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm not offended. You're allowed to like what you like. And right. it's like, it's it's always like a, a good conversation. That's it's good. not something that has ever been met with like like a harsh no or negativity or right. like anybody's been really upset about it or called me anything because of it. Like it's, it's very much just been met with like, Oh, that's good. And do you Absolutely. have it? Do you have it? Cause you've done the online dating thing, right? Yes. <laughs> the smile. As soon as I said that, we gonna get into it here. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, it, I have. Is it something that, um, is it something that you put on your profile or is it, some, is it more something that you talk about on like, you know, an early dating stage um, situation? I, my chest doesn't get brought up, uh, in my dating profile. Um, but I do put up how I identify, like, or sorry, um, I do put up that I am a type of asexuality. Right. So that goes on there right away. So, yeah. like, it's my dating profile, and then it's, like, you know, you put pictures of yourself and... Yeah. The best, obviously, the best-looking ones of you, like, making the best poses. Hell yeah. Um, and then I put, like, the the flag with the word over it. So I put the, the plasiosexual flag. Okay. And then I put plasiosexual over it. And the way I look at it is if you know, a girl is going through it and she sees my profile and she doesn't care to look up what that is, then like, yep, I'm not going to bother putting the definition there for you to read it. Like, go ahead and look it up. You are making it so easy for them. How lazy would you have to be to not, to not <laughs> like, Google something if you're into someone? Like, this chick right? has, says she's plasiosexual. I don't know what that is, so I don't even care. So it's like, right. you know, and then it's like, then you don't care about my sexuality, which goes into a whole other, like, spiel of things that I'm not going <sighs> to, I'm glad you you flicked away for that. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So I've definitely had girls who were like, I looked it up and I'm just curious, like, mm-hmm. Like, what is that for you? Like, because I read the definition, but I want to hear it in your words. Mm-hmm. So that way I understand, which is really great. I really appreciate when that happens. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So in terms of what plasiosexual is for anybody who doesn't know. Me um, included, because I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I actually only like uh, reciprocating sex. Mm-hmm. So I don't like having sexual acts done to me. Right. Um, I am pleased by pleasing Wow. So it, like, it is so much more, like, pleasurable for me to do the pleasing. Like, not that people haven't for me before, and it, it it's good, you know, it's okay. I'm not, I don't hate it. <laughs> the way that you're saying, the way, the way that you said that just then is how I feel about oral sex on me. <laughs> Anytime anyone like- asks me about oral sex, I'm like, yeah, nice. And, like, you use the upward inflection, and you're like... 
Yeah, it's it's okay, but it, like it, it yeah. feels good. It does, and it's yeah. it's not like it's awful. But the whole time that anybody is doing anything for me, all I can think about is how much I want to be doing them more. something else, and like yeah. it's yeah. it's so much more for me to do for them, and like that is like I'm I'm so okay with that. So like yeah. I don't need any of it reciprocated to me at all. So like. If it's totally somebody that thinks they're being selfish all night, like it's not. It's better for me if you are. <laughs> yeah, I like it more. It's like if you're you're actually they're actually being selfless by being selfish. Hey. hey. <laughs> by the way, the bell is here. I was like, I there's a bell on the table. I didn't explain the bell. The bell is like, I'll make another drink. All right. Um, the bell is like a yes bell. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like if you really, agree, if you really agree with something, or if, um, if like a really good joke is made, you can it. Okay. Yeah. So feel free to my bell. I write them. Uh, <laughs> um, holy shit! Yeah, this is this is fascinating. I so have, I still have so many questions. Yeah. No. Totally. It's uh, like, which again, like, is in terms of like hooking up that also works out really well for for girls who are bi curious or who have never been with a girl because they're they're nervous and they don't really know like what to do and i'm like that's fine because that's fine with me <laughs> you don't need to do anything <laughs> yeah, just sit back and relax just sit back and enjoy the ride <laughs> Quite literally. yes so like that's for me like that's kind of uh yeah so so you only like to give Mm-hmm. So, and I'm asking this question because I don't know the answer. Um, <laughs> so, does that mean that you do you get off by getting a, like yeah. hurt off? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like How? that's what I mean. Like it. It's just. Like, is, it, is it just the act itself that gets you so turned on? The act and like women are amazing. Like mm-hmm. women are so beautiful, and like I am a lady's lady, and yeah. Like, I like like the sounds, the movements, the body language. Like it's just it's everything. Right. It just is, and it's yeah. such a huge, huge turn on when you can feel her like going through all of these things, and you're doing that for her. Like that is like, yeah, that's the that, that is the so ultimate. it happens for you regardless of if they're actually doing anything to you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. But like, if it's being done to me, it's. It feels good. Because I imagine... But it's not like... Like, it just... I am fine without it. Like, I can go... Yeah. You can... You you don't have... It doesn't have to be done to you. At all. Because that's not how you get your pleasure. No. So that... So what's it called again? Plus... Plasiosexual. And that's a type... Of asexuality? Yes. So okay. there's a so there's a bit of a misconception of what asexual yes, asexuality is. Yeah. So like uh, when I first started to talk about it, especially to people who don't know me or don't know about the spectrum, they're like, "Oh, you're asexual. You hate sex." And I was like, well, "Okay, no. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, hold on there. I did not say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. There there is a spectrum of like different types of of uh, asexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I fall under what is called plasiosexual. Right. Um, and that solely means, like, that I do... So, uh, here. Yeah. I, I, I decided to... We're going we're gonna to read the official definition. I'm going to read the official definition here, which is, one feels little to no desire to receive sexual acts, but expresses interest slash desire in performing them on someone else. Mm-hmm. So... 
I identify most with plasiosexual. For a little while, I thought I identified more with lithosexual. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the more reading I kind of did, uh, I feel more that mm-hmm. I'm, I fall under the, the plasiosexual. Um, but yeah, I encourage everybody to like super look up that spectrum. It's, it's I a lot to. bigger than you think. Damn. Yeah. It's, um, like some people, I forget what it's, uh, I wish I could remember the name of it, but like there's a, there's a type of asexuality that is, uh, people don't, let's see if I can remember it exactly because I don't want to mess it up and offend anybody. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but it's, uh, that they don't feel an emotional connection until sex has been had. So like, unless, oh, interesting. so like they, they can't emotionally connect with somebody until they've had sex. Because I've heard or, of the other way around where you need yeah. the emotional so connection. For, yeah. For you to have sex. That and that's one as well. So like mm. there is a spectrum there and I Damn. super encourage everybody to look it up because it's, it is really fascinating. And like, I was talking to somebody about it recently and they like had their own epiphany where they're like, Oh my God, like Shit. I think, I think I am. And I was like, read into it, look into it. Like, you know, you are sexually and you know what you like during sex and what you don't like. Yeah. And that could like, once you figure that out and you do like, it's, it's one of those things where I have a love hate relationship for labels. Yeah. In that, like, I, I hate labels because I, I hate that everybody feels like it needs to have a name. Right. Where they're like, you need to have a label for me to understand what you are. But I also love them because it, it makes me feel like I am a part of something. Yeah. You know, like I'm not weird. I am not at a place. Like I do have a name. Mm. I have a flag. Mm -hmm. I have a thing that, you know, like I get to be like, I'm plasiosexual. I have body dysphoria. Like it has a name. It's real. It doesn't make me crazy or like. And then other people can be like, well, I have that too. Yeah. It brings people together in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it just, it giving it a name also like, and putting a label on it, again, it's a love-hate thing where it's like, I love it because it makes me feel a part of something. Yeah. And I hate it because everybody feels like we all need labels for a thing. But, um... And you're not someone... And what's crazy about it is, is like, you're not someone who's like, plasiosexual, like, you don't you don't throw it in people's faces. No, In fact, not. I think up until tonight, I just thought asexual. Like, yeah. like you just say, I'm asexual. Um... Which kind of, it's an umbrella term. Yeah. it's an, Which is great, because it makes it easy for us straight, dumb straight people to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I think that the most, um, what's the right word to use here? I think when people think of asexuality, you're right. They think of people who don't like sex, or they think, oh, I have this friend who, like, they never seem to care about sex, or they're never really sexual, like, they must be asexual. And it's like... No, like there's so many different yeah. types. Like like you they, said, they could need a connection first, or right. like there's so there's so many things that it can be, and it's it's definitely like a uh, like it's kind of wonderful. Like yeah, I, I super super hope that uh, anybody that is listening super yeah. looks it up because it, it's it's good to know. Maybe I'll like find a link or something and put a link. Yeah. To so people can can read it because that's yeah. pretty fascinating. So, did you have a um, like a coming out kind of process when you kind of realized this is what I am and I'm going to tell people in my life <laughs> I, that this is what I am? <laughs> uh, I'm very like yeah, I'm very comfortable with who I am. It's not one of those things where like when I first came out where I needed to tell everybody I was like the gayest. Um, yeah. <laughs> where I was like because look at me pretty, because rainbows and everything. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm like like I'm not to assume anything, but I think when I met you, I 
I thought you I were identi- straight. I identified as straight when we yeah met for a couple of years. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. And then like, and then I'm pretty sure it happened. Yeah, it happened later on. But, yeah, no, we, yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely came out like well after we met. Probably about two, maybe even three years after we met. Mm-hmm. It had been a while. Um, but I remember being like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody did. The second I came out, they were like, yeah, you took a while. We're like, we fine. still love you, regardless. Yeah, but you took a while there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's not one of those things anymore where, like, like I said, when I first came out, I super came busting out of the closet with all the rainbows. And right. it was like, yeah. And I super don't regret that at all. I'm really glad that when I came out, I was just, like, full on out. Yeah. But now, like, I'm, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And when I learn something about myself, like... And I finally realized what that is. I tell the people in my life that are closest to me. And then mm-hmm. other than that, like, it's not something that I, like, just run around advertising screaming. or screaming to the yeah. world. It's like if a, someone takes the time to have a deep conversation with you, it'll probably come up. Absolutely. But it's not something you're going to, like, like, yeah, like you said, like, scream it from the rooftops. Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, it's not something I mind talking about. And, like, I don't mind people asking questions about it. Like... For the most part, um, most people, like, don't know about the, the asexual spectrum, and it's it's definitely something that I enjoy talking about. Yeah, it's um, interesting. But, yeah, it's not, like, one of those things where I'm just going to go out of my way to, to tell people or post it or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, but it's, but it, it is, you're right, though. It is such a misconception that it is just people who don't like sex. Huh. Mind you, like, I've, I know of people who are asexual who that is the case for. Who they just they just don't have sex. Yep. And that you're right, like that's a kind of it. But like, Absolutely. there's other kinds. Yeah. Like let's all like open our minds a bit and learn mm. <laughs> that it's not just like dun 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 dun. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, there's so many different different kinds. Um oh yeah, okay. So when you're in the stages of like you've told them this is what I am and you tell them I only like giving <laughs> what do you find is the reaction <laughs> uh, it's to be honest it's usually like <laughs> you would think sometimes like people are like I've definitely had people be like oh people must be like like girls must be like oh yeah and I'm like well, you no, think they, but- they they ask because they're they're like, wait, really? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean, though? Like, yeah. like you do me like three times or something, and then I do you once, or mm-hmm. like you first kind of like how? How does this work? Does the, and I'm just like, no, really, just <laughs> just really sit back, enjoy the ride. That's where this is going. Like that. It's as easy as that. It's like, and it's just like, okay, but like, what is an okay? And I'm like. <laughs> So it, like it's very sweet because yeah. they they are asking and that's they so wanna, much because to them pleasing you in their mind is the conventional way of pleasing you, which is doing stuff to you exactly. And but they have to then change their thinking and be like, okay, no, like I just really have to just if enjoy I myself. just sit back and <laughs> if I relax and enjoy this, that will please her mm-hmm. kind of thing, which is an interesting because I mean with straight people. And whew, 45 minutes in, if you're still listening, you, you can hear this. Um, I find with dudes, like in straight situations, with guys, you get the guys that are like, I'm not going to stop until you come. And sometimes I'm just like, it's not going to happen. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for whatever reason, and I mean, I don't know if you find this, because you made a comment on Friday that I was just like, oh, man, because you were like, I'm really good at what I do. And I don't, I, mean, I don't doubt you at all. But, but, like, do you ever get those situations where it's like, it doesn't quite happen, and then what's the mood after like? Because, I mean, in a straight situation, if I can't get off, I usually say it a bunch of times. This isn't going to happen for me. I'm really tired. Or like, there's so many reasons why it might not happen. Um, but then I, it usually shifts gears and it's like, okay, you're going to finish now and then we'll be done. So in your case, what's that like? Because it would be a situation of this isn't going to happen. So I guess we're just done here. Like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, for me, it would be that if it's not going to happen and she expresses that, then it's, like, just a matter of, like, just making her feel good. So, like, yeah. don't do anything aggressive or try to, like, make Overdo things, it. I overdo think that's, anything that's and, what like, it is, is just, the overdoing. Like, and then, like, listen to her body language. Like, yeah. listen to the way her body is moving and, like, the sounds that she's making and, like... When they're not there, but they're still kind of there, but kind of coming off of it, then lay off a bit and slowly yes. be eased back out of it. And then just so like, important. if that's enough, and then ask. Yeah. Ask. Because <laughs> there's I will nothing say, wrong with asking. And there's nothing more like kind of frustrating when it's like, you just want to relax and you just want to take a breath. I, I like to use the word, take a breather. Like, mm-hmm. let's take a breather. Take a minute. Of course. Like, let's just chill out and chat. Like, yeah. let's just lay here for a bit. But it's, like, when they're, like, constantly, like, at you, like, I'm just, like, just just leave it for a second. <laughs> I mean, like, I think my vagina has a reset button. <laughs> like, like, I just, I just need to hit the reset button. And that reset button, you know, is, like, 10 to 15. Like, I would say 10 minutes. Well, maybe 5 to 10 minutes. Okay. And then, like, reset. Because I get those aftershock things that people get. I don't know. Do people get those? Am I weird? Like, after you've banged and like got off a bunch like you feel like you have these little mini orgasms afterwards maybe i'm just fucking weird i don't know but i don't think, it's, I don't think it's weird but i it's like I, overstimulation I, I, I or something i don't know it yeah <laughs> you're like you're talking to the wrong person <laughs> <laughs> i produce those not experience them <laughs> it's just yeah like damn um, but getting in your own we talked about this on friday too like the idea of getting in your head and how that takes you out of the sexual experience, like when you get when you feel the pressure kind of thing when you're with someone new. Um <laughs> For me it's it's when I, I like somebody. Yeah, fuck I like I don't feelings just fuck everything up. It's like <sighs> when I when I really, really, really care about somebody, I'm garbage. I'm the other right? I guess. <laughs> Like, I can't function as a human. I can't talk. Like, words are a problem. Stuttering is a thing. Like... God, yeah. And it's... I know. Yeah, like... It's so and annoying. Nerves, nerves are so real. Oh, my God. Nerves, nerves are so super, real. Super, super, super nervous. And, mm-hmm. like, it's... You know, it's one of those things where I, I get so mad at myself when I get nervous. And, like... Because I know... 
that I, I'm better. And right. when it's not coming out that way, I'm like, I swear I'm better than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so nervous because I, <laughs> I, I, I like you. And this is like, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. Like, it's an issue like an official apology. <laughs> like, like, uh, oh, yeah. So but I feel if they like you back, they'd understand. You know what I mean? Like is the thing they'd understand that sometimes it's it's nerves and it's it's a new situation too like i feel Absolutely. like i feel like you need i think with some people you gotta develop like a comfort level and you gotta like just kind of like ease more into it like okay it didn't quite work out this time now let's try it again and again because like man like first times are rarely great rarely great yeah definitely Absolutely. they can be good yeah well they just they, they might not be the greatest yeah because you're not just quite it's the first time you're with someone. Like, yeah, you don't know their kinks and their quirks and yeah. like things they like and don't like and whatever. So it's like, it's, yeah, the first time is, like you said, it can, can be good. Of course. It can be good, yeah. But to be like, great? It needs, it takes some time. It takes a little bit of time, yeah. It takes the time. Yeah. Damn. And do you, are you like an, a, are you a monogamous person when you're when you like someone you want to be with just them um to a certain degree and i will definitely explain Mm -hmm. (laughs) um wherein i don't think people all of a sudden become unattractive when you're Mm -hmm. in a relationship Mm -hmm. um so and like I can't tell you the amount of people that I've made out with and can right. like, you so many people can say the exact same thing that they're like, man, the amount of times I went downtown and like made out with this person, like, oh my God. But you can always name the amount of people you actually had feelings for. Mm-hmm. You know who they are, you know their names, you know what they look like, and you genuinely know who they are. So for so for me, it's one of those things where if I'm with somebody and they feel like she's like, man, that girl's like so hot, I want to go make out with her. It's just like, Okay. Go do it. I don't care. Go for it. Like, Mm -hmm. she is very attractive. (laughs) Yeah. How about it? But, you know, it's like anything really apart from sex, I'm I'm okay with. Right. You know, like if they want to go, like if my I'm with somebody and they want to go dirty dancing with another girl or whatever, and it's like, sure. Right. Because, like, I've all, again, I am very guilty of being a person who is dirty dancing with people. And, like, yeah, I, I, by the way, they don't know my name and I don't even know theirs. It's been forever since I dirty danced. Oh my god, I love dirty dancing. <gasps> well, like I love the movie. <laughs> right. No, I love going out. But and like, dancing. It's, like, it's been it's, forever it's, since I've gone out dancing and like a like a grind up on a on someone. Oh my god, I situation. love it. It's so much fun. Oh, I haven't done it in so long. I love dirty dancing uh, with gay boys. Oh, uh, <laughs> they're the best ones to do it with. They're so great. I love it. Yeah. Um, I usually but get yeah, more like, from them for anyone else. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's one of those things where it's like, um, of course, you, end up, you have to reach a, a point of trust with your partner. So it's it's something that if, if I were to start dating somebody, um, that I, I would express that and be like, hey. Yeah. At the, like at the beginning, be like, maybe because we don't know each other 100% yet and we're not quite there yet. Yeah. But at some point, like when we get down the road, like I'm okay with this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's reach it, like, let's reach trust first. Yeah. Like, let's get there where you know that if I were to kiss her or I know that if you were to kiss this other person, that if they take it too far, that you're going to put your, 
your hands up and be like, like, no, I'm sorry. I, I, like, I have a partner. Right. This, I was just making out. Like, I'm yeah. going home to my partner. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, yeah. like, that takes time. That takes trust. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. And that's... And it's a scary conversation to have. It. I think a lot of people are really scared to have that conversation. I can absolutely see why they would be. For me, it's not something that I'm scared to have because it's something that I, again, like, I just, I don't like to give those false pretenses. No. I don't like to give this, like, any kind of, like... You know, this is going to be a surprise later mm-hmm. or like, you know, like, oh, wait, that's not what you said at the beginning. It's like, no, here's the kind of here it is. Like, I am plastiosexual. So like six months down the road, six weeks down the road, whatever, I'm not going to still want you to reciprocate. It's not going to happen. Yeah, this it's is not, what I am. This it's is not it. like a right now thing tonight. This is a permanent thing. Yeah. So like, if you are not comfortable with that, that's fine. But tell me now. Exactly. Also, I have body dysphoria. I plan, like, I'm going to get top surgery someday. If that's not okay with you, then that's okay. Just let me know now. Do you ever get people who are unsure? So, like, let's say they're, yeah. in, like, let's say they're into you and you tell them this. Yeah. And they care about you. And if they're not, sh- like, like, there's nothing wrong with not being sure. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, like, I'm coming across a lot of people who are poly lately. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're just like, well, are you okay with that? And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't know because I've never experienced it. I've Mm -hmm. never been with someone who has openly told me they're with a shit ton of other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so will I like it? Will I like, I don't think I will, but I can't say for sure because I've never tried it. Yeah. And so I imagine you get people who are unsure. And but I mean, at the same time, I think it's just about like communication all the way through so like if you want to try it out cool just let me know when it gets to be not okay yeah but at the same time that's kind of i can understand why you'd want someone who would know for sure like i'm okay with this because you're not wasting your time then you know what i mean like that's the other thing and if they're if they're not sure like that's that's okay and i'm fine with like dating somebody like if i if i were to start dating somebody that that was like you know what I am okay with it right now, and I super am, and I feel like I still will be. Like, yeah. But, like, let's, you know, like, let's give this time too, and it's like, that's fine. Yeah, that's Especially, yeah. like, starting out, like, yeah. How long does it take you to really get to know somebody, you know? Like, long time. you don't, like, it's to call time. each other, like, girlfriends, boyfriends, partners, like, within the first two weeks, I think is, I didn't always feel this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as I get older, I, I find I'm, you know, growing up a little bit with this but it's um i find it's one of those things where to call each other that so quickly is is a bit premature 100 percent. you know it's like you you deserve to like give both of yourselves that time yeah to figure it out yeah and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that and if you want to be with just each other but don't want to say that like nobody's meeting any parents yet or boyfriend girl like it's the title like it's the boyfriend girlfriend title changing statuses and all Mm -hmm. this stuff it's just like can we just like what if we like what's wrong with even dating somebody for two months and being like right not changing your status and not right calling them anything other than like somebody that you're seeing right you know and not having to introduce them to like like said like parents or anything or take them home or yeah buy gifts and stuff like just like you know like just figuring it out and that should be allowed to be okay It, it, it seriously should be and also too it's like it should happen naturally yeah like the title is gonna come naturally if you're progressing at that upwards pace 
And exactly. And if you finally both reach a point or even like you do where you want to revisit the conversation where you, you know, you talk to that person that you've been kind of seeing and you're like, hey, I'm kind of reaching a point where like I just I like you and Mm -hmm. I kind of want to just be like with you. You seem very real. And like, I I really like this. Yeah. And I want to keep this going. Right. Like, I want I want to be able to call you my partner, Mm -hmm. but I, I want to know where you stand with that. But like, that's how I feel. I think that that's completely valid. And I think Mm -hmm. if that other person is like, I'm not quite there yet. I do really like this. I'm not saying I don't. Can we give it maybe either A, more time or B, you know what? It's not what I thought it was. Yeah. You know, C, whatever. But like, it should be met on both sides with like an open mind. It should be. And also too, I think that um, sometimes a lot of people jump to this conclusion of, oh, she brought up the relationship talk. She's a clinger now. She's clingy. She's, and, and it goes to this negative place. And I'm just yeah. like, but like, that's not what it is. That's not what I meant. That's not what it is at all. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with wanting to be clear yeah. of where things are at. And I think it's super mature for someone, if they're not feeling it, to be honest about that. Absolutely. And not immediately go to, you're a clinger. And you're, you're a, a... you're a clinger. Uh, or, or like, there's, you know, ghosting people now. Like, just completely ditching them and what... And it's like, you know what? Like, it's so incredibly just, rude. Yeah. Just be honest. Just like, be honest. People are afraid of honesty is what it is. And that, I'm finding that, too. Like, they just don't know how to be honest. It's easier for them to just either, like, walk away or, you know, like... Even for some people, like, they, they're like, oh, I'll lead them on for a bit and then, like... Yeah. You know, and then I'm done kind of thing or get mm-hmm. what they need out of it or, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, if if all you want from this... Is sex? Say that. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, it's so important. It's true. Like, if it is something, if that is what you want, fine. But talk yeah. to me about it. And then we can find a common ground. And if it's like, you know what? I don't want to have sex with you seven days a week. Let's talk twice a week. And if you want to go with other people as well, then fine. I'm going to go do my thing with other people. But, like, tell me that's what you want. Seriously, though. Like, just tell me that's what you're looking for. Let's... Like, if that's what you want to be friends with benefits, then we will be friends with benefits, or we won't. So many people don't <laughs> know how to do friends with benefits correctly. So if you're just looking for casual sex, <laughs> you know what you don't do? Take the person out on dates. No, you don't. You don't. Right? <laughs> like, like this is my thing. It's like, do, are people... I don't know. Do... I feel like people just assume to get sex, you have to, like, do this dating thing there as, like, a, a thing obligation it. or, like, a formality. I guess yeah. that would be the word. It would be, like, a formality. And yeah. it's, like, no, like, the problem with Tinder is, is that people aren't honest about what they want. Yeah. There's no, like, there should be a mandatory box on there <laughs> that says, like, you cannot be on this app unless you check what you want. And it should be, like, dating, um, casual sex, friends with benefits. Like, I don't know. Yeah. To me, casual sex and friends with benefits are kind of the same, but I guess friends with benefits is just like you hang out with that person. (laughs) I guess so, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To me, like, I've experienced casual sex to a level that most people haven't, which is like a Facebook message, and then he's over here banging me. Yeah. And there was no talking. There was no hanging out in public. Yeah. There was, like, that's that's casual sex in my mind. Yeah. But not everyone has that that idea No, so true. So true. Yeah. Um, People just aren't honest enough on their online dating. Or, like, if you go out on on one date with somebody, then, you know, and they're, they're constantly messaging you, and it's just like... Yeah. 
Like, no. Like, no. <laughs> like the, that one day went really bad. Um, I don't know where you thought it went well, but it didn't. You know, and that then, boggles my mind the idea of someone thinking a date went well when it didn't. Like, like you got to pick up on cues at some point, right? Yeah. Like if somebody's sitting there with like like one arm on the table and like their hand on their forehead and their eyes like really big looking <laughs> at you, like please that don't means, say anything else. That means it's going not well. That means <laughs> not <it's> well. <laughs> or if they keep ordering consecutive drinks one after the other, like <laughs> damn, dating yeah. is fucking hard. So you recently, and we won't be specific with anything, but yes. you recently moved to a new city. Or well, not moved. You've been in a new city for yes. a, for a while. A while, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what was that like getting back into like the online dating scene? I had never yeah. actually tried online dating before ever. Ah, that was the first time I tried it because I was damn. in a I was in a bigger city, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I'm doing it. I'm going in. I'm I I don't know what this is, and. Yeah. Again, like, I was like, as long as I'm honest, and since it's a dating app, if it doesn't seem like if they're weird about it right off the get-go, and they send me a weird message, then I don't even have to go, which is great. Yeah. They don't even have to say a weird thing to me in person, and I have to somehow run away. It's great, like... <laughs> very true. Very, very um, true. And I had a... I had a... I had a lot of luck with it in that I met some some pretty great people. Um, and, people and at one point on Friday, you said you had three dates in one weekend. <laughs> what?! I, <laughs> four. A lot of I need I like four. Actually. I need at least a week to mentally prepare myself for a day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had four. I was like, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Damn. I'm, I'm gonna ask these four people out. It was, and I did, and uh, I didn't end up going out with all of them. Um, like, did it just fizzle before the date actually happened? Kind of thing, or. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's say that. Let's say that. It just like I I I told them, you know, I was again I was honest and I was just like, hey, like this this kind of thing happened and like mm-hmm. if you still want to chat, like I, I like meeting new people and I would still like to get a drink at some point, but just right. for me, like just mm-hmm. FYI. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah. Yeah, you gotta be fuck. You gotta be honest. Yeah, I think that's like what comes out of all of this is like we gotta not be afraid to be honest, even if we don't know these people. Yeah, and that's just it. Like, I find it's easier to be honest even if you don't know them. Yeah, like, I don't know you, which means I don't have any emotional. Offended, yeah, if you are offended by me being honest in who I am and how I like present myself, that's on you. Like. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> I know, right? I don't have to stand there and defend myself or argue or whatever it is. Like, yeah. You know, so yeah. I think, um, like, I had really positive experiences from, from That's online good. dating. It's, it, again, it's only new. Like, I feel like I'm a baby to it. Right. But they were all positive. When it didn't work, it, it didn't work. And when it did, it did. <laughs> and you can tell pretty quick when you're talking to someone if they start saying things that you're like, <sighs> exactly. You get the icky feeling where you're like, ah. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes you match on someone and. You don't quite realize until you've talked to them that you're not not into it at all, <laughs> and that's always kind of awkward too. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think it's I think it's important for all of us to just be just like own ourselves a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm comfortable with. And like, but the thing is, I think that people also, and again, like I don't want to say anybody feels the way that they feel, but what I've just noticed is that. Like, you're allowed to have 
boundaries. You're yeah. allowed to have rules. And that doesn't make you picky. No. That doesn't make you weird or annoying or fussy or whatever. It is who you are. It's you're you allowed are. to have preferences. You're yeah. allowed to like what you like and you're allowed to not like what you don't like. Like exactly. that is okay. That there's nothing wrong with that. So true. And I find that people um kind of shun themselves they're themselves for that where they're yeah. like, oh I, I don't really like this, but that makes me, you know, shallow or this and this. And it's like, no, no. deep down every single person every mm-hmm. single person has a type that they do and don't like. It's true. They all, everybody does. It's so true. Like, there's there's something about that person and how they view politics, religion, people, whatever yeah. it may be, there's a thing about them that, you know, may trigger you the wrong way. And so, for you, it's you know, that's that's your thing that you yeah. that's like, you know what, that's a cutoff for me. That's a bit of a thing that I'm not interested in. You're we great. have our deal breakers. But too. yeah, we have our deal breakers or it's like, you know mm-hmm. what, I like you as a person but in terms of like ever really dating you, that's not something like that I can't do. Right. And that's okay. Like that is... Wrong with that, yeah. No, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Just be honest about it. And that's yeah. okay if you are. You're allowed to have those moments where... So true. Yeah. Because as some, like I've been single for six years almost. Really? Six years. And I get the, you are being too picky. <laughs> but then I'll have an experience with a guy and they'll be like, that guy's a piece of shit. You're not being picky enough. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, what, what, how do I, what, I don't know how to find the happy medium. <laughs> this is really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, you, you say I'm too picky and then you're insulting the people I pick. So I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I do think it comes from the more you know yourself, the more that you accept yourself, the more you're going to figure out. Absolutely, yeah. You're going to figure like it I, out. Like I've been single now for eight months, and <laughs> and I I'm enjoying it, and I have a different perspective going into whatever may happen next. Yeah, and that perspective is like that. Uh, my last relation, <clears throat> sorry, my last relationship. Um, I. I didn't know about my body dysphoria yet. Like, I, oh. I didn't... Not that I didn't know about it, but, like, I wasn't fully aware of, like, what it meant. What and it meant. I wasn't fully aware of, like, w- why during sex when it was being given to me that I really was like, and eh, stop. Yeah. And I didn't know what any of that meant. So, you know, I've learned a lot about myself in right. that way. And uh, and I, I'm very much just like, this is who I am and this is what I do and don't like. And that's Okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay that I don't like things. Exactly. And that was something that I used to think made me, like, an asshole for. Right. Yeah. That, that like, I was an ass because I didn't you, like a thing. You're or, being too spe- specific or you're being too, yeah. Like, or yeah. you're being an ass. Like, you're right. just being an asshole. You can't not like that about somebody. And it's like... Damn. No, it's it's a preference. And I'm sure that thing about me, just as equally, that person wouldn't like. Right. No, it's true. <laughs> Who wants to get up with me at 530 in the morning and go for runs and swimming and biking? Not a whole lot of people. That time <laughs> like, does not exist to me. It's like, you know, like, it's, it's something that I enjoyed. I like getting up early. I like exercising. And I like yeah. doing that. And I want somebody to be able to enjoy that with me. And that doesn't make me an asshole. Not at all. Like, there's definitely people who would like to get up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the concept of settling is... Like, wh- why? Why settle? Like, that's the thing. Like, how old are you? 29. I will be 30 okay. in two months. Yeah, I'm 30. So, like... <laughs> it, it, Dirty 30. I make jokes all the time about... 
Like, I, I make jokes. I make a lot of jokes. It's mm. just how I deal with life. Um, self-deprecation is just how I deal. It's just who I am. Um, <laughs> but I make a lot of jokes, but, like, I just need to find someone to settle for. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm not being serious when I say that. That's mm. just a joke I make because I do notice... I, I have witness relationships where I'm like, this is clearly a settling situation because you might not think you could find someone who you can be your, your full self with. Yeah. Like you witness couples that are like when they're not with that other person, they're like on they're like letting loose and like being their real selves and you're just like, Oh, you felt like you've had to be on your best behavior with your you're with your partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and yeah. that's not like that to me is the opposite of kind of relationship that I want. Like I wanna be my full self with yeah. you. Ugh. And, and it, it makes yeah, me really sad I, to think about that. I think it's important that, like, and I've definitely run across the same thing where it's just, like, you're so different when you're not with your partner. Right? It's, like, there's a reason for that. Like, yeah. Like, listen to what your own body is saying when you're out and how you feel. Mm-hmm. When you're not around that person. If, if, you, you feel- if you're out partying and you get a text from your partner and your first thought is, oh, shit, <laughs> you're probably not <laughs> in a healthy relationship. <laughs> right? Or, like, your your thought goes to, if you do something, you'd be like, I could never do that if they were here. If they were here, yeah. Like, I could never, like, dance really yeah. silly like this or have a shot or, you know, whatever. Or It just makes me sad. It makes yeah. me sad that people think that, like, just because they found someone who's dating them, that they don't want to lose that person and they don't want to be their, like, full selves around them. Like, that, yeah. that makes me really, really sad. Yeah. You should be very comfortable in your own skin and you should love you for you. And if somebody isn't going to like you for all of those parts of you, mm-hmm. even the parts that are like without sounding super cliche and like Grey's Anatomy. Like, yes, let's get Grey's Anatomy up in here. I'll put the, like, the theme music over I, this yeah, segment. <laughs> like at the risk of sounding super cliche, like, you know, love you for you. And, mm-hmm. you know, like even the parts that are hard to like. Yeah find somebody that likes them and if they don't like so you, sh- you just shouldn't be there because yeah. you if especially if you were the type that is the the type that would never do that in reverse yeah like you deserve the same respect it's so true yeah. which is why when I, usually when i meet new people i'm like i'm just gonna be sarah 10 times like i'm gonna be 10 <laughs> times myself because if you can get down with me being 10 times myself you're gonna be able to roll with it yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like oh but man dating is dating is it's hard it I can be hard i find I, again, it hard like i like i said i'm i'm fresh single ish like i don't feel fresh single i feel like i've been single for like a, a while now eight months is quite a while yeah. eight months is it, for me a lot happened for me in eight months yeah i had a, a massive career change i'm you know i'm in my dream job now mm-hmm. i'm doing something i love so much i'm happier as a person um i'm i'm exercising even more than i was and i feel really great about it you're focusing on you yeah i'm making healthy like eating choices and like i am very comfortable with being me for me yeah and so like i feel like even though yes it's been eight months i've grown so much as a person and i feel like i'm so much more myself than i've ever been right like i finally feel like i'm me again and or me at all 
Yeah. Not even to say again, because like, I don't ever think I ever felt this way. Right. And so it's, for me, it's just been such an excellent learning journey for myself. And I'm super, super happy with where I'm at. It's kind of like an onion. Like you peel, you peel peel it all off. You peel away the layers. (laughs) You got got rid of some stuff, but you're like, you're in a better place. I'm I'm like, I can, I can tell too, because like from the last time that I saw you, well, actually from the first time that I met you to now, I can tell you're you're just you're in a way better place. Yeah, because you're Instagram. you're truly happy. Yeah, I really am, and I really like where I'm at now. And so it's for me like dating works. It works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like if it doesn't, it doesn't exactly. And that like because I am just on such a like excellent path for me in terms of like I said like my career and my my training and stuff mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm I'm super happy with it. And it's kind of one of those things. Uh, and I've always kind of said this on the show of like, you can't really control, you can't control other people. So if you like someone, you can't make them like you. But you can control your career. You can control what you do in your spare time to make you happy. You can control like how you work on yourself and shit. And like those things should be at the forefront. Yep. And if you then happen to find someone who gets down with you and likes that, then that's fucking awesome. Absolutely. But, like, everyone should put themselves first, I think. Yeah. You know? And when you start dating somebody, that doesn't mean they have to go all in for that person. Like, mm-hmm. still focus on you. Still focus on what you're doing. And if it seems to be going in the right direction, then be like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is going well. I'm going to put a little bit more effort here and a little bit more effort there. And, like, if you see them meeting you that way right. too where mm-hmm. they're like you know what I like this person too I'm going to start making a little bit of sacrifices with my free time instead of always going and doing this with this friend I'm going to do it with them this and this night but I'm going to spend exactly. this night with this person so yeah. it's like when you start seeing that sacrifice being made on their end too and the two of you are doing it like that to me seems like a moment where you should have that conversation of like alright so <laughs> what's going on here yeah so what, are, what uh, are we yeah yeah. And I mean, it's not always going to be like a straight, like, you're my girlfriend or, ah, uh, there's just, there's, there's so many things with it. <laughs> right. But I guess it's all bridges we got to cross when we get there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, let's not focus on them now. Like, yeah. let's focus on them when, when we get there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, for me, in terms of dating, like, I'm just, uh, I'm enjoying dating. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm not letting it stress me out or get to me or letting if there's any negativity it's gone like it's just like hey i'm not into that so best of luck yeah take care it was nice chatting with you like yeah peace like that's it yeah so there's no need to get worked up and i'm talking to you straight guys on tinder (laughs) you get so fucking worked up when either like i don't agree to go on a date with you or like the conversation got weird and i stopped talking to you like Calm the fuck down. Like, there's so many fish in the sea. I know that's also a cliche. Yeah. We should have a drinking game, like, count the cliches in this episode. (laughs) How many cliches can we say in one podcast? (laughs) Seriously, we said a lot, but a lot of them are so true. Yeah. They're so true. Mm -hmm. Like, the older I get, the more I realize that those cliches are true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... I guess love love yourself, everyone. That's that's the message of the show. RuPaul right? says it best. Hell yeah, RuPaul. <laughs> love yourself. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brenda, for coming on. This was excellent. Thank you. Uh, I never thought. I, I bet you never thought you'd be <laughs> spilling your life on a podcast. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I didn't. But I mean, hey, there's a first for everything. Listen, when you're as awesome as you, you gotta. Ah, you gotta. So thanks so much. And um, well, we will keep in touch. And maybe maybe you'll be back sometime. Yeah. For another episode. You never know. That'd be fun. If things change. If both of us are all of a sudden married, we can come back and be like, remember that time when we were talking about being single? <laughs> and yeah. uh, dating and all that? Yeah, no, but this was this was fantastic. Thanks so much on like shedding light on asexuality as well and and the stuff that like I didn't know a lot about before having this conversation. So I hope um I hope people people learn some things tonight. So that's what we can hope for, right? I hope so too. So bring it in for a cheers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and ring that bell. <laughs> 